And then back to the trust, you know, the satisfaction and in, in changing that brand perception. You know, it, you, you said it at the top of sometimes your utility, especially when you don't have a choice, it's just the perception might be, it's just this kind of evil empire, right? That you need to pay a bill to every month. And, and now it's flipping it to a trusted, empathetic advisor. Uh, so that's a big change and that's a, that's a big shift. Hello and welcome to On The Grid, Z-Prime's podcast about important issues regarding energy, cities, and much more. I'm your host, Aaron Otan, and today we're tackling customer trust and affordability with Kevin Savage, Senior Manager of Product at Deloitte Digital. Utility customers often see their energy providers as a necessary evil, a faceless entity that must be paid in order to keep the lights on. Recently, as natural disasters cause increased outages and inflation brings higher prices, customers are becoming more and more aware of interactions with their utility and more concerned about affordability. This episode is the first in a series with Deloitte Digital focusing on customer trust, and that trust starts with affordability. Our guest today shares insights on these issues and customer perspectives. From innovative solutions to customer satisfaction, we'll be exploring everything you need to know to stay ahead of the game. And now it's time to get on the grid. Hello and welcome to On the Grid. Joining me today is Kevin Savage, Senior Manager of Product at Deloitte Digital. Kevin, how are you doing today? Doing great, Aaron. Thanks for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe something you're working on at Deloitte? Sure. Yeah, so I've been in tech consulting for about 13 years, and I've, I've spent the latter half of that in the power and utilities sector uh, across a variety of areas. And the, the work I focus on now in the past several years is what we refer to as like elevating the human experience. And, and what we really mean by that is improving interactions and in, in certain moments that matter with customers and how they engage and interact with their utilities. You know, everything from your initial experience when you move to a new area and you need to sign up for power service in your new home, your new apartment, to even, you know, newer things like if you're exploring rooftop solar, uh, we have calculators that help them understand if it's a good financial decision for them. The other area we have been working in is not just the customer side, but also in the field worker side. So that what we refer to as the field worker experience, helping to make their jobs safer and, and more efficient with digital tools. Awesome. Well, today, our theme of this conversation is really about affordability and trust, which are you know big parts of the customer experience that you were just talking about. So just to set the stage a little bit, can you talk about what customer trust really means and particularly with respect to utility customers? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, trust in general, but in customer trust across any industry and, and that relationship with customers and that brand or that company, it's one of the most important factors and indicators of how successful that company or that brand can be in, in serving those people well. Um, there's a lot of statistics and a lot of our research tells us that when brands build trust with customers, 
customers in turn reward them. It's kind of that value cycle of what you're doing for your customers. What are your customers doing for you? Buying more goods, buying more services, signing up for that subscription. And customers who trust a brand statistically are more than twice as likely to be the first to buy that brand's new products or that brand's new service. And then when we, when we bring that to utilities, kind of the same idea. Our, our research tells us that when customers trust energy providers, they're more likely to act on it. A high proportion, 81% of customers tell us they want their energy provider to offer support, advice, guidance on you know, energy products and services. And they, they want to turn to those providers, their utility company in their area first. And I would say that right now there's a big trend that that really matters. Uh, it's becoming more and more of an issue. There's contractors coming door to door, knocking on people's door and, hey, there's, we can install solar panels on your roof for free, quote unquote, you know, and there's because they're kind of wheeling and dealing with the payback and subsidies and kind of reminds you of the door to door snake oil salesman or your miracle drug type of thing that a lot of promises. And, you know, maybe some people can take the leap of faith and trust them, but wouldn't it be great if your utility you're already paying bills for every month can be that provider for you, whether it's connecting you to a trusted contractor in that similar situation, or just providing advice in a personalized way for you? Yeah, it's kind of interesting to think of a utility or an electric company as a brand you know, the way you put it, like, it's just sort of part of everyday life, a bill that you pay every month, you expect your power to come on. But actually thinking about it in terms of a brand kind of puts a different perspective on it. And now that I think about it, like I do notice when I hear commercials on the radio, or even on TV for I'm in Austin. So you know, Austin Energy's green programs that they have, I think that stuff does make a difference. I'm probably a little bit more tuned into it being in the industry, but I, I mean, I hope for the general population, it does make a difference too. Yeah, absolutely. So affordability has been, I think, a, a, a big topic when it comes to, um, well, really everything in the, in the economy lately, but especially around um, utilities and electricity. But what are some things that maybe the industry has been ignoring, you know, maybe some hard truths that we're not really facing when it comes to addressing affordability? Yeah. So some of the obvious ones that we're probably all hearing in the news is energy bills are increasing. Last year, they increased by 15% or 16% on average. And Consumer Reports tells us that costs are the critical factor in energy provider decisions when you do have choice. You know, a lot of people are in regulated places where you get what you get in, in certain locations in the U.S. Utility companies in general, and, you know, thinking about themselves as a brand with loyal, long-lasting relationships, it, it's time to think about things in that way, you know, especially with a lot of utilities um, are not ready for that challenge to help customers out in, in their specific needs. You know, things like outdated websites 
or an app with limited functionality, you know, poor mechanisms in the sector to connect and engage with their customers. Even when you call and you try to call your utility company and try to get things that you need, explain your situation, you know, you might get passed around to a bunch of different areas or even get passed outside of the utility company. And then just, you know, some of the aspects of trust and any kind of customer trust, things like transparency. And so we, we know from our research that only 33% of customers find it easy to understand their energy bill. Um, and that lack of transparency of what, what really makes up what I'm paying every month. And then, you know, statistically, a lot of customers say that they struggle and have a not so satisfying experience when they do engage with their utilities, digital services, well, however that might be on, you know, their website or if they have an app, that kind of thing. Yeah. And what do you think about, I guess, communication? I, I'm thinking, uh, again, kind of referencing where I live in Austin and um, some of the issues we've had here over the past two years, there've been two big storms in central Texas that have caused, you know, a lot of damage and people were really upset with the way that their utility, not just Austin energy, but you know, all the utilities that they around central Texas, like how they were actually communicating or not communicating. Um, how does communication play into, into this trust piece? That's a huge piece of it. And especially that transparent communication, you know, even in, in, I think companies, utility companies, there's a bit of fear of misaligned expectations during those, during those moments of crisis. You know, even if they know or there's some uncertainty, hey, we think your power, we can fix your power, your power is going to be back on, estimated to be eight hours. I think there's a lot of fear in companies thinking, well, that sounds terrible that it's going to take eight hours or even longer or days sometimes in some of the situations that are happening in Texas or down where I am in hurricanes last year in, in Florida, but it's super important. You know, I think the more of the old school mentality is, oh, we have an outage map and customers can go and look at our outage map and figure out what areas have power, don't have power. That's not enough in, in 2023. It's more about real-time communication of simple things, a text message, an email. Hey, hey, we know your power's out. We are addressing the issue as quickly as we can. You know, back to that brand and trust, it's just customers just want to know that the your utility company has your back and that they're doing everything that they can. And even things like the cause of an outage. You know, that, that's that transparent communication that I think utilities can struggle with and they think maybe less is more, but even if it's not good news, even if it's bad news and hey, you know, we are working on it, we don't have an ETA right now. At least there's something um, that can be communicated to customers in that transparent way. I think that's a great point. Just kind of uh, in the last storm, kind of following along on social media, people just really had no idea what was happening. And if there had been some sort of statement out about what the issues actually were, that I think that probably would have gone a long way. So that's a great point. Um, so sort of on that line of thought, what are some opportunities for utilities around affordability and trust as customers you know, become more engaged and then and their demands start to grow from their utilities? 
Yeah. So a couple of years ago, we did a lot of customer and, and operations focused research and targeted the limited income customer segment. So we talked to customers one-on-one, we talked to call center representatives, we talked to community partners like churches and Red Cross uh, members, even government agencies who have programs and financial assistance programs for people that fall into that segment. And some of the key themes we found that came out of that research that you know helped, helped drive us in certain opportunities, what problems to solve. So one of the big ones was 83% of funding in financial assistance programs from a variety of sources goes unmet. And you know, that's just money, you know, being left on the table and not reaching the people that really need it. And so that's a couple of things. It's a, a lack of program awareness. So customers are, are just not aware that these programs are out there and they exist. And so that that's back to communication challenge um, and that opportunity right there. Uh, a lot of high uh, call center volume. Um, and back to what I mentioned earlier, inefficient training. Um, you would get passed around a lot, put you on hold, uh, get sent to different departments. And people just don't have time for that. People have very busy lives. They don't, they're not able to sit there on hold or get passed around and wait on hold multiple times. The other part, and more recently with this, the customer segment, the limited income folks is many people might be new to that financial burden you know, after COVID and all of that economic situation. And so even how you engage, communicate, you have to be very careful about, you know, pride and the stigma of someone reaching out or seeking or, or seeking help, you know, of needing financial support, maybe for the first time. And so those were some of the, the, the key themes. And then some of the problems that we are helping utility companies to tackle in, in this space. Yeah, that's really interesting. I think also those populations are less trusting in general of people coming in and saying, you know, hey, we're going to help you because they don't want to get taken. They've probably gotten taken advantage of in the past. And so that's just another hurdle to get over. But like you said, an opportunity for for utilities to engage more. That's really unfortunate about all the money that just gets left on the table. So again, that communication piece. Are there any success stories you can share of maybe where some customer needs were not being met, but a utility was able to come through and kind of adjust? Yes, absolutely. So we we partnered with one of the largest utilities in the U.S. They have operations in the Midwest and all throughout the East Coast. We use that research that I talked about um things like the awareness and tackling the outreach challenge, the outreach um, communication challenge. And we built a product, a digital product to help with this situation. So it's a self-service product that doesn't have to be, you know, an in-between with a call center rep for limited income customers to take control of their bills, you know, find in a personalized way assistance programs that could help them. And so if you picture how it works, you know, okay, I'm I'm Kevin Savage. This was my household. This is how many people I'm taking care of a part of my family. This is my situation. This is my income. 
And then if they have an account, you know, more information about their power usage on a, a monthly basis. And what it does is runs through some analytics and spits back to them, okay, we recommend you sign up and enroll for this program, this program, this program. Um, and that personalized, guided, kind of hold their hand through it, because some of it's very complex. Some of the eligibility criteria, wh whether it's financial, household information, where you live, it, it's not easy. It's not, it, it's not simple to understand and absorb what's the right program for me. I only have so much time. What should I apply for? So if you kind of think about like the way TurboTax and, you know, all the complicated tax stuff and who understands all that and how it kind of holds your hand and guides you through that. So that's the main basis of the product that we built was to connect you to the right programs for your personal situation. A big part of it was the right content strategy to get the right voice and tone to make it not, you know, offensive and and hit the right helpful tone that avoiding that stigma of people that may be, you know, in, embarrassed to kind of be reaching out in the first place. Um, and it's been very successful. Um, so it helps connect, you know, people apply for these programs. They're able to fill out the, the information and then get the programs that we it recommends for them to apply to. In just about three minutes on average, about half of them click to apply and enroll in programs. You know, so big business results. Like obviously there's an amazing altruistic mission and purpose here to help customers and, and connect them to the right programs for them that are out there. And so that funding is not left on the table, but a lot of business results part of this too, you know, reducing bad debt, uh, reducing collection operations. And then back to the trust, you know, the satisfaction and changing that brand perception. You know, it, you, you said it at the top of sometimes your utility, especially when you don't have a choice, it's just the perception might be it's just this kind of evil empire, right? That you need to pay a bill to every month. And, and now it's flipping it to a trusted empathetic advisor. Uh, so that's a big change. And that's a that's a big shift. And then obviously, the decreasing the money that's left on the table and, and better utilization of the programs that are out there to help people. And and this company, they're getting awarded for it. They won a CIO 100 award. Uh, they won a Chartwell award for uh, digital experience. So it's very beneficial to the customers in their area and, and very beneficial for them to embark on on this journey and in, in building digital tools like this. I like that comparison to TurboTax and it sounds like a program or a, a tool that eventually could be used for any utility customer just to for them to sign onto their account, go onto their website and then to see, you know, which which programs if they're maybe interested in renewable energy and kind of guide them to to the right programs for themselves. Yes. And, you know, it, it's branching out into other areas beyond financial assistance into moderate income and other customer segments it's using the same kind of guided flow. Tell me about yourself using analytics based on their power usage and connecting them to energy efficiency programs as well. So there's, you know, a lot of different possibilities to, to engaging in something like this. So how can utilities be more proactive when it comes to building trust with their customers? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. And I think it starts with being customer first. And I know that's a bit of a, a cliche, 
But I, I think about an interview Amazon's Jeff Bezos did, and he was asked, you know, how do you stay ahead of the competition? And how do you keep beating out? And how do you keep growing into all these different service areas, growing into all these different new lines of business? And his answer was, was very simple. We don't look at the competition. We are obsessed with our customers. And I know that that's a competitive space and many utilities in the US are not in the competitive space, but I think it really matters. I think it's, it's being obsessed with your customers will allow you to achieve great business results. So, you know, foster reassurances that you have customers back, that you have the best, their best interests in mind. And, you know, humanizing the experience, not sort of robotic and the way you communicate with every customer in the exact same way, make it personalized, you know, make serving up options that are, are right for them versus just sending out blasts of, hey, here's a bunch of things you can do. Um, and so that's where it starts. And I think utilities back to being proactive, a couple of different flavors of what they can think of themselves in being for their customers. So being a simplifier, you know, point them, point customers in in the right direction of what they should be looking at, what should they should be thinking about, remove friction uh, when they are exploring options and different services, different programs to sign up for, make that seamless, you know, back to the being a, a trusted advisor, you know, help provide them with guidance you know tailored to their energy and household needs and then the third thing is be a communicator be a transparent um, and sometimes real-time communicator of what's happening make things accessible you know in the communication channel of their choice whether that's text emails phone calls etc i think those that's the mentality instead of a reactive, our customers are yelling at us, our regulators are, are not happy with us. Like that's kind of the mindset shift that customer, I mean, utilities need to take to, to be more proactive, building trust in those long lasting relationships, because there's a lot of shifts and, and changes, as you know, uh, in the utility space. Yeah, it goes back to the customers actually wanting to engage more and, and being better informed and and actually demanding more from their utilities. So I think the two things go hand in hand. Um, well, it's been great chatting with you about this. I want to end on a question that we like to ask on this podcast, which is what does energy mean to you? It's a great question. And so I think it, it, it's to me, it's the substance that keeps the world moving and, and brings people together. You know, it's not just keeping the lights on, but essential to get the right things to the people that need it. Things like our food, our clothing, water distribution. You know, as you can tell, I think about it on the, the human side, you know, and it also powers devices to help us connect with our friends and family, or it helps the way we move around and transportation to get together with those same people. So a lot of, a lot of different things, but I think it's important to think about how it helps power like the human connection side. Connection. I like that. All right. Well, thank you, Kevin. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Have a great rest of your day and we will talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you.
And that's our show. Thank you for listening. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit subscribe and give us a rating. To find out more about Deloitte Digital's work on customer trust, visit DeloitteDigital.com. As always, we love to hear from you. If you're interested in joining us on the grid, email us at info at zprime.com. And be sure to follow and engage with us on LinkedIn at zprime and on Twitter at zprime underscore research. This episode was produced by Aaron Otan. Cover art and editing for this episode by Aria Levanti.